0: everyone and welcome to another episode of the Football Fig Nuts Podcast. This is Season 4, Episode 17. If you counted all the seasons together up to now, that is 167. And with me tonight is someone special. Oh gee. <laughs> it's Cinch, everyone. Cinch is back and has joined us again.
1: Pleasure to be here.
0: Thank you for joining me, sir. Uh, Britt is just taking the day off, so yeah, here we are. Much
1: like Daniel Jones was tackled by the turf monster, Britt was (laughs) tackled by the work monster.
0: Yeah, that happens sometimes, you know. It happens. Uh, So, Cinch, how have you been?
1: Things are going great. Good. Just happy to be here. Want to help the team any way I can.
0: (laughs) You are the utility player, sir.
1: <clears throat> I am the Jose Okendo. <laughs> I play every position
0: You know, some, you, you need players like that Maybe not in the NFL in the NFL you could probably be like uh, Cordell Stewart, you know Kick Taysom receiver. Hill Taysom Hill is a new Cordell he, Stewart
1: he's, yep. Well, he does tight end running back quarterback
0: Yeah, he hasn't kicked yet But I'm sure it could <laughs> happen <laughs> Funniest
1: know? thing about him is He's better at every other position Than he is at
0: quarterback Yeah <laughs> See, that's why when he's on the field, you don't know what's going to happen. You know
1: what they should do with him, just to Hmm. get off the subject for a quick second? Sure. He should have, like, a full series. None of this, all right, it's first and goal from the nine, you're in. They should just, all right, first and 10 from the 25, this is your series. Three and out or the whole thing, however it goes, either, either, you know, because, I mean, all you're doing is breaking the momentum to bring him in for a play when you get down first and goal, you're killing breeze.
0: I don't know. What if you leave him in the entire drive, but keep rotating where he is? (laughs) No, I mean, I think
1: most people think breeze is going to retire after this season. Mm. If that's the case, Hill is the, the second string. You would assume he would take over as starter. Well, Mm -hmm. if that's the case, you know, the Saints get up fourteen nothing in a game. I would give this guy a series. Let him go. Yeah. And that leads sure. me to my next point. Yeah. They've got famous Jameis Winston sitting mm-hmm. on the bench. He's got new he's eyes. He's just sitting there, third <laughs> string. Is he the third string? You mean to tell string, me he's technically? Yeah. Yes. Huh. You mean to tell me he's not better than the bottom seven or eight or nine quarterbacks? Come
0: on. He he could be somewhere. He could. He should be in Dallas. I, at this rate you never you never know. Uh before we get too sidetracked, uh let's go where we always usually start is what are you drinking, if anything?
1: I oh I'm drinking anything. I, <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't wait, so I started before we that, started recording. That's
0: perfectly acceptable.
1: And it is the season, so I have Rosemary's baby.
0: Nice. Not the other baby, just the regular no, baby.
1: Well I have the other baby as well, but I'm keeping that baby in the refrigerator.
0: <laughs> Smart. Smart. Uh, what I do am, you have? I am going with a beer that Brick gave me by New Park. Uh, this one is Laurel. I don't think I had this one last time around we got New Park. I've had that one. What did you think of it?
1: I thought it was very
0: good. It is. It's very smooth for a double hmm Very smooth. Alright, so... Should we move on to burning hot takes? Okay. Uh, would you like to give or receive?
1: I, I'm going to receive because I forgot to get a question. So you go <laughs> ahead and ask me something while I look something up.
0: That's that's perfectly fine. That's fine. Okay, uh, wait, I got yeah. one. <laughs> oh, okay, good.
1: I'm ready. Okay, here okay. we go. <laughs> so Christian McCaffrey is back. Yeah. Okay, so can you start him? What happens with Mike Davis? Is he gone completely? Can you start him? Can you start both? What do you think?
0: For me, I think I would if I could, I would start both because I, you know, we haven't seen McCaffrey play since he got hurt. I mean, I'm sure he's healthy and he can play, but do I know are they going to have him on a uh, you know, like a play count? Maybe, I don't know. I don't know. Also,
1: also, keep in mind, they are the Thursday game. Ooh. I know. Do you do you oh, just Thursday punt games. on him until next week? And next week, they play the Chiefs.
0: Hmm. Which so is probably going to be a higher-scoring game.
1: I think that's a really interesting matchup because I don't think the Chiefs' defense is too good. Mm. However, they are the number one defense this week because they play the Jets.
0: true. True yeah, so it being a Thursday game, even though uh, McCaffrey has not played in was it six weeks ish seven weeks uh, something I think it's four. Oh really what you know what played time, two. time is like irrelevant Five. now. I have no Five. idea. <laughs>
1: 2020 sucks
0: <That's> all <laughs> So to- so yeah, it being a Thursday game, I if I could, I would just skip him this week. Wait till next week at the Chiefs because that is going to be a much higher scoring game more than likely. He'll be more involved. I would give it a week, especially it would be on Thursday.
1: Okay, but then the other problem is mm-hmm. Thursday they play the Falcons, who also don't believe in putting 11 players on defense.
0: This is also true.
1: But yeah. see, my concern is does this make Mike Davis irrelevant? He's not going to factor in. Are they going to go 15 touches for each guy and make both of them irrelevant?
0: You know, and again, this really depends on his injury if they're doing a count. You know, if they split times the way uh, Ingram and, and Kamara did last season, then, you know, I mean, it could work. I don't know if it's going to, but I don't know. This week, I think Mike Davis is still pretty safe to use. Uh, next week, not sure. Okay. That's me.
1: It's a wait and see. It is. It is.
0: All right. Are you ready for your question? Go ahead. I'm sitting down. You're sitting down. This might be obvious because you, of all people, would know, way back when, like, you know, early 90s, 80s, the Patriots, for those of you young folk, the Patriots were not a super spectacular team, you know. The worst team in football. They were one in 15 one season. I, I remember it. See, since remembers, it was a dark time in New England. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, they built up, they had their dynasty run, and this season, I don't want to go back. I don't it's clear back. that the dynasty is the walls are crumbling, <laughs> to put it bluntly. So my question to you is, what do the Patriots need to do to avoid? I'm not, I'm not going to say what do they need to do to make another dynasty, but what do they have to do to avoid next season going 1-15 again like they did years ago? Do they need well, to get rid how, of Cam? Sp- here, here's how over? I see it. Mm-hmm.
1: The problem is Belichick wants to win. Right. If it were up to me, I would completely tank the rest of this season. Mm -hmm. I don't believe they're good enough if they play their best to do any better than a seven-win team. Mm -hmm. So if you're going to be seven and nine, you're better off being two and 14. If they did that, they would be pretty much guaranteed if they won two games to get one of the top three quarterbacks that would be coming out.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: That's what they should do. I don't think that's what they're going to do. I think it's more likely that they'll be a 7-9 and team at the end of the season.
0: And then so. <clears throat> do they – so you think they just keep Cam? Because, I don't know, Cam, like he started off really good, and now I don't know. He's – he looks you frazzled. Know he is? got COVID. He's See, throwing – it
1: right there. All he's right, so throwing
0: to the ground.
1: <laughs> put yourself in the mindset that you're a pro athlete, Mm-hmm. So you, you've you had it your way. You've had whatever you have wanted your whole life. Right now that, you know, you tested positive, you have COVID. Do you have any symptoms? And he's probably thinking to himself, well, like, I'm a little stuffy nose. I got a little bit of a headache, but I'm fine. No, I don't have any symptoms. Well, now the time comes and it goes and he's not positive anymore. Mm-hmm. But I think I think all of these guys, there's a lasting effect. Look at uh, Zeke. He's had the worst year of his career. He is not right if you watch him, he's not right. That's not the guy that got that big contract. you know he's just yeah. not the same player, so I think these guys there's lasting side effects that they're just slower and I don't know Yeah. because
0: just isn't right. There's a lot of stuff coming out now that depending how bad you have covid it if it affects your cognitive ability for a while after you get better so. Maybe that's part of it. I don't know. I don't know. Scary. Um do you have another question or no? I mean I
1: could think something
0: up. I mean, sure, go With ahead. That's why it's burning hot takes. Antonio Brown. Yeah. It's it's my belief that him
1: signing there is because Brady wanted him. So if the quarterback wants him, that means he's going to feed him. Mm-hmm. And I think I think what will happen is he will take over more of the Scotty Miller slot receiver type role. If that's the case, I think you could look for a big uptick in Mike Evans' production because if the defenders are crashing down on the underneath route, that's going to open up the deeper route for Evans. What do you think?
0: Uh, that, That could work, but then the question is what happens to Chris Godwin? I mean I know he he needs finger surgery but where does I like, don't, I where don't does think he it fit
1: eliminates in? him well he's been a minimal contributor this season between injuries and injuries that he's playing through I I think <laughs> am I am I crazy I'm I'm not looking this up or anything I think <laughs> Scotty Miller has been the most productive receiver they have
0: I would have to look up their stats but he he did have several good weeks. And here's the other question. Can you have Antonio Brown and Mike Evans on the same team? Is one no, of them I, is no. one of them going to get start getting annoyed they're not getting the ball as much as the other one? Well, that could
1: happen with Evans, I guess. I would think Evans might be pissed off as it is already because I don't he hasn't had a breakout game yet. Well, no, I think he had one game this year. That yeah, he, he did over- have the Chris
0: Evans game or yeah. Evans, Mike Evans' game.
1: But I think that last week he had two targets, I think.
0: Mm-hmm. And there was
1: one week where he had two targets for like two touchdowns and three yards or something ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So, I, it, you know what? It really depends on how much do these guys want to win. Because right now they're winning. In the past, they've had production and not won. So, you know got to see what they want.
0: Yeah. And then you know, how do you feel if you're Evans and your quarterback major team signs someone else? Like is Evans does he stay a does he stay a buck after this?
1: Well, receivers hmm. are divas. So
0: why it's I, quick side quick sidebar, why is it receivers more than any other position? Just is it what? just because of their big play potential?
1: It's got to be a flash position, and running backs just get hit too much. So that's why I don't think you get it with the running backs. Because if they come out in the week and then they pound 20, they're gonna think twice about it before the next game. The receivers, about it, what do they get? Eight targets a game, ten targets a game, and out of those, maybe you're getting hit seven or eight times. And yeah. yeah, blocking. Blocking is on the receiver as far as how physical he wants to be. I don't know. They're all divas. All of them. <laughs> Sixty-five divas a team.
0: They are, damn it. <clears throat> Alright. So on that note, it's time for America's favorite game, which Cinch won last time. First win I didn't of the mean season. to. Yes, you did. Uh,
1: sorry. <laughs> it was an accident. <laughs>
0: All right, so let me recount how many over games or over 50 games there are this week here really quick. So, uh one, two, one, two, three, four, five, uh, six. Six games wow, six. are over 50, and you may start when ready.
1: All right, I, I'm going to go to the highest scoring one. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, always start with the Chiefs.
0: All right, let's go to the Chiefs. Oh, mm, you are off by one point, sir. It's they are at forty-nine.
1: So you mean to tell me that the NFL thinks the Chiefs are going to score forty-six and the Jets are only going to get three? <laughs> well,
0: no, Vegas, Vegas. <laughs> okay.
1: Vegas is right. also giving the uh-huh. Jets
0: nineteen and a half. Wow. Do you take the Jets? No. <laughs> <laughs> what are you kidding? No. <laughs>
1: Wait, let me think about it. No.
0: All right, that was strike one.
1: All right, not feeling good now. Starting <laughs> with a strike. How about the Vikings-Packers?
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, that is fifty-two and a half.
1: Ding, like, ding, br- ding, like ding.
0: Green Bay giving six and a half.
1: Um, how about the Steelers-Ravens?
0: Steelers, Ravens. That is no. That is a 46 oh. and a half. The Ravens getting three and a half.
1: I've got an easy win with this one. The 49ers Seahawks.
0: You are correct. That is a 53 and a half with Seattle giving three points.
1: And I can tell you, I've looked through the whole slate of games and I'm stuck. I have nothing else that's easy. <laughs> Could it be the Thursday night Falcons-Panthers?
0: Let's see. And yes, it is a 51.5 with the Panthers giving 2.5. So what do I got, one more to go? You have, one, you have three more to go. Wow. <laughs>
1: well, if I have three to go, I feel really good about going with the Titans-Bengals.
0: You are correct. That is a 53.5 with the Titans giving 5.5. Hmm. Okay, then. So,
1: how about the Raiders Browns?
0: Correct again. That is a 52 and a half, with uh, Cleveland getting two and a half. One more may or may not get it. (laughs) I've got this one.
1: I believe it's the Matthew Stafford Lions and Colts.
0: Wow, folks. And he hit it out of the park. That is a 50. He gets it. Cinch gets it again with two strikes. I am on fire. <laughs> wow. Lovely show show, sir. So yeah, if you're looking at you know, without um before we get into any metric DFS stuff, so you always try to pick the higher higher games, higher points per game, I guess to say. So you got the Atlanta Falcons, you got the Carolina Panthers. You got the Titans, you got the Bengals. The Colts and Lions is right on the edge there. Because uh, the Colts, I don't know, their defense was supposed to be good, but it, I don't know, they seem not stupendous lately. You know, And then you got the 49ers and the Seahawks. And the Seahawks are going to get a new defensive end. So, yeah, that might help them out.
1: Well, they need something. Their defense sucks.
0: Listen, so really quick of the whole Carlos Dunlap thing. He's been a Bengal for seven years. He has a hundred and thirteen starts. He's been he's been really good this year. And I know it started last year when Zach came in. They didn't agree on stuff, and you know things were kept private, so you really couldn't tell. But this year, if you add in the losing, and then all of a sudden he's playing third downs only. Now he's on Zoom yelling at people. He's yelling on the sideline. The biggest, I think, the biggest thing is when he posted the the uh, defensive rotation on Instagram. Yeah, that, that can't happen. You can't do that. I mean, sure, like by the second quarter, the other team is already going to ha- mostly figure it out anyway. But still, like you just don't, you just don't do that. And then, like you have people on your team that are getting annoyed with you. And yeah, no one's happy. They they've only won one game. Sure, I get it. But yeah, I think, think they you know, be used to it. Yeah, you know, he's been there for seven years. Um, But I think this works out better for everybody. You know, he's on a new team. The Bengals get back a pick and an offensive lineman, which they sorely, sorely need because now out of the five that started the season, four of them are broken. So, yeah.
1: (laughs) I hate when that happens.
0: You know, can't do anything without an offensive line. It just does not work. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. So on to the metrics. Well, it's sort of a more, mortified. It's sort of a modified uh, list that we have this week. Uh, well, after
1: and- last week, it should be mortified.
0: <laughs> Can I just say, I did, I was out with Britt last Sunday, and I'm like, I only played FanDuel last week. And I did this stupid, stupid thing that you should not do. You should never check. DraftKings or FanDuel like at all during the game because your positioning in in contests moves so much like from quarter to quarter. So I looked at it. I was like, huh. And I put it down. Then like 15 minutes later, I looked at it again. I was like, oh, wow. Huh. Right. (laughs) And then like a half hour later, I made Britt look at my phone and he's like, yeah, you're you're up yeah and then the next day I'm a little over breaking even <laughs> you just you just can't you can't look just can't yeah it was one of those weeks it was there's been you know there's been so many injuries and replacements and it's just I don't know 2020 is a thing. oh and another quick aside about 2020. can I get your quick and I know this has to do with baseball can I get your quick thoughts on having a player who tested positive for COVID come out of the game and then be allowed to go back out at the end of the game around everyone with no mask?
1: Uh, You know, my thoughts are, I I just, I can't, I'm, I'm done. I, I just, I can't, I've got nothing left. (laughs) That's, that's my thoughts. I I just, I, what do you say? I'm, I'm, I
0: got nothing left. (laughs) Like, I don't know, like, why? Just, I, I don't know. All right. Anyway, moving on. So we do have some players that, uh, that we think could work this week. Uh, so first off would be, let's see. Let me just pull this up here. First off, because he is only 5,500, would be Derek Carr. Because Derek Carr is playing Cleveland, so if you're looking for a cheap quarterback, that is not a bad option. That is one of the games that is over 50. Another option, actually, too, is Jimmy Garoppolo. Let me just double check what Jimmy's uh... playing. Seattle. He's playing Seattle, Seattle, but you know their defense. And I actually don't know if Carlos is going to play this week because of the whole COVID buffer. So he may not actually be there. Uh, he's 54. Also, not a bad option. Option because yes, I have Seattle's defense on a fancy team. It's not the best. Um, it's not the best option ever. The next person down on the list. Ah, and this is gonna hurt, Cinch. Do you want to know who it is? Tell us all. <laughs> it's your buddy Daniel Jones.
1: Danny Dime a dozen. <laughs> who, who are they playing this week?
0: The Giants. Uh, the Giant. Well, actually, the Giants are the Monday game. But if so, if you're in a contest, oh, you Tampa use that. Bay. Tampa Bay.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> but but next <laughs> wait wait though, Tampa Bay is playing in New York, so there's a good chance like five people on the Bucks could get hurt in the first quarter because the field is going <laughs> to eat them. <laughs> That only affects NFC West teams. Oh, gotcha. So are there any quarterbacks that you like this week? Well, I, I have a bit of a man crush on Justin Herbert. Yeah. Just, he just...
1: because he is exactly what I want for my team. He, he's a, a big guy. He looks the part. He does. He can he make every like throw, can make every throw, and if he needs to run, he could get eight yards, nine yards, and pick up the first down. Mm-hmm. So I just think that, you know, I I think Tua better be really good or Miami's gonna say, why didn't we draft Herbert? <laughs> and I think I think Burrow is safe. Burrow is a good quality NFL quarterback. Yeah, he's the on problem, he's on problem pace there. to
0: break the rookie record for passing.
1: He he's on a team where he is like the only Good quality NFL player on that team. Sorry, sorry, Craig.
0: Yeah, yeah, I know. Sorry. Mix in that train
1: has crashed, fell off the. Now bridge, he's hurt it's underwater. It. it it's...
0: T Higgins. I have to say, T Higgins has come around. He's the next Ocho Cinco. I'm I am okay with that. I'm alright with that.
1: <laughs> I just feel bad for Burrow because he gets killed on every single. That's player. why.
0: I'm hoping this new offensive lineman and um there's another one from the Bills that was visiting Cincinnati this week so I pray to the football gods that they sign both of them. And just a quick aside about the Bengals, this is the only second time I think ever that they have traded a player mid-season. <laughs> the last person that they traded was Carson Palmer mid-season.
1: Yeah. And and that one they kind of they had to do because they weren't gonna sign him and he was gonna be a free agent, right? My yeah, record,
0: right it involved money and he didn't want to be there anymore anyway, and he mm-hmm. got he didn't get along with the owners. It was just bad. After they lost after he got hurt and they lost that playoff game, it just all fell apart. Yeah. Yeah, but what are you gonna do? Alright. So on to running backs. So There's two running backs that I think stand out this week. One would be, and now, yes, I know it's expensive. We're going to have to go a little chalk here with the first pick, is Alvin Kamara is 8,200, but he's playing the Bears. And as I tell Sean every week, I regret drafting any Bears this year (laughs) and last year. So, yeah. (laughs) Well,
1: the one thing the Bears have is a good defense. Do they? So, I, yes, yes, they do. <laughs> I I will not be using Kamara this week. I don't like the matchup for eighty two hundred. Mm-hmm. I I understand that our metric system says to use him, but that's okay. That's all right. I have in, independent thought on this one.
0: <laughs> who do you like this week?
1: Uh, whoever my wife tells me I like. That's news. <laughs> well,
0: how does she feel about Kareem Hunt? She likes. She likes
1: Kareem Hunt. <laughs> he's playing Vegas. Uh, Cleveland. Cleveland has a great matchup. So that's and I just just now breaking news. Yeah, Dalvin Cook will be active on Sunday. Will practice he practice he? Practiced today. Today is Wednesday. We're recording, and he practiced, and it all went well, and he'll be back. Hmm. So he's going against the Green Bay defense. Yep. At, uh, at the frozen
0: tundra Lambo <laughs> uh you know I do like Taylor playing Detroit you know he's 66. now here here's one thing I will say about the Chiefs jet game if you're in a tournament just for me because I I tend to play more like a few tournaments a week just because everyone and their mother and their dog is going to be using the ch- chief players against the Jets And that is really something you want to avoid in tournaments. You have to find guys that people are not going to use a lot of. So I guarantee you, if you look at lineups afterwards, you're going to see over half people using Mahomes. And that's not, you know, that's not something you really want to do. I will say, though, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is tempting at 65. But, yeah.
1: Anyone against the Jets. I, I yeah. understand your or is point. Is it one of those, one of those things
0: where it's it. too obvious? Like,
1: you know, it's, it's the kind of thing where I could see them jumping out to a quick lead and everyone getting a little bit of something. But then you're not going to keep Kelsey out there for the whole game. You're probably not going to. If you really want to go to a sleeper, start Chad Henney because he's probably <laughs> going to play a quarter. So, yeah, you, might, you, might you know, you something. don't want to risk injury with these guys. If you're up 28 to three, you're going to pull everybody off the field.
0: Yeah, Yeah.
1: I've got a sleeper of sleepers at running back. Oh, who is it? DJ Dallas. DJ Dallas. Who is that guy? Who is that guy? <laughs> he is the next man up at running back in Seattle. So you've got Chris Carson is, is week to week Mm -hmm. with his foot injury. And then Carlos Hyde has a hamstring injury. So you got to figure he's not going. You'll have to forgive me. I can't remember the name of the third string guy, but I heard he was hurt as well. So this is a wait and see, but if it looks like DJ Dallas is going to be the starting running back in Seattle, I haven't looked him up yet. His salary has got to be like 3000. So
0: just somebody uh, to it's, keep it, uh, mind. it uh, four thousand.
1: Wow! Even so, four thousand. There's going to be a, a lot of offense. A lot of production comes from Seattle. It's possible he could get a goal line carry, get a touchdown for you. Maybe a couple of passes out of the backfield.
0: So yeah, he's my could, sleeper of the week. Work. All right. So on to receivers. Now, receivers. I'm gonna throw out some names that you may not be horribly familiar with. I know I wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) The first person on that list is Kendrick Bourne. He is $3,500. He's on San Francisco, and he's playing Seattle. And again, remember, we told you right now, Seattle's defense is not super. They are no longer the Legion of Boom.
1: How is DJ Dallas 4,000 and Bourne 3,500?
0: Yes, because DraftKings said so. I don't know. You know why? Because there's more receivers than running backs, I'm assuming.
1: DJ spells his name D-E-E-J-A-Y. I'm just saying.
0: (laughs) It's not abbreviated? (laughs) Nope. (laughs) All right, so let's go see who is next. Next would be Scotty Miller, but again, playing Monday – you may not be able to use them to the line up uh, another receiver on the list is uh, Rashad Higgins, not to be confused with T Higgins on the Bengals. Actually, I know both of them would actually be very usable this week, uh, but Rashad Higgins is playing um, the Raiders and he is forty two hundred, so that is an option. And then again, since I mentioned him, T Higgins, he's fifty six hundred. They're playing Tennessee. Again, Tennessee's defense is not super against the pass. True. Anybody you like?
1: Uh, Scotty Miller, if you're figuring that this could be his last week, I don't think Antonio Brown can play until week nine.
0: I think, and then I don't know how the whole COVID thing works, if he can't. Well, I think he's there. Well, he's suspended, but he can't do anything, right?
1: I I thought I heard that he was able to show up and work out at the facility. Uh, Either way, he's not playing this week. My point is, if this is Scotty Miller's last chance at the number of targets, that he's not going to see anymore Mm -hmm. because Antonio Brown will be there. Maybe that's not a reason to use him, but our metric is saying that there's a high probability that he'll give you two times three times the value so i don't know uh, besides matching up the receiver with the quarterback you like uh i like Devonte adams every week this mm-hmm. week they're going against minnesota their defense isn't great you know it's kind of weird there's like five or six good defenses and the rest of them just
0: stink they're kind of like eh Yeah. You know, there's no, there's very few all around good defenses. Like, say, for example, the Ravens. Either defense is really good at stopping the run or they're good at stopping the pass, but very few of them are good at both this year. Yes. That's the thing. All right. So on to tight end where this gets a little murky because nobody really jumps out. You know, you have Darren Waller playing Cleveland, he's 5,600. Uh, who else we got here on the list? Uh, Johnu Smith, if he's healthy. Let me just double check. Is he healthy? Because he was hurt.
1: Yeah, he was out not this Sunday, but last Sunday. That was the day no. Berkser had a yeah, big...
0: no, he's in. Uh, he's a very cheap option. He's playing the Bengals. And again, you know, they're not super at stopping tight ends. He's 4,100. So if you're looking to save some money, that is a perfect uh, spot for that. Uh, anybody stand out for you? Yeah,
1: tight end. I, I, I like TJ Hawkinson a lot, but he's going against the Lions are playing the Colts, and I think the Colts are the number one defense against tight ends.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: where I normally like him, uh, I'm kind of shying away. I think I'm going to use Waller this week. It, it, tight end Generally, for me, has been a position where I look to save money.
0: Yeah, and this week you may have to. <clears throat> All right, so on to that last spot that everyone's just like, "Who the hell do I use?" You know, a lot of the times. <laughs> that, wow, <laughs> a, I, a, lot like times, a lot of times. <laughs> I uh, I try to use the real a really cheap defense because. It doesn't horribly matter, although I'll make a point of that um, after this. The cheapest defense on DraftKings right now is the Jets playing Kansas City. I probably would not do that. <laughs> but you know
1: what, though? If, if Just go back and check next week. If you don't want to use them and you pick someone – say, two or three defenses more expensive than the Jets, mm. you're talking about a, a four-point difference in your final score. You That's know, true. It's not, it's not like the Jets are going to give you three and the next team is going to give you
0: 17. Because, so, we'll look, we'll say, like, so the the Bills are highly rated this week, right? So average points per game for the Jets is 4.6, right, and they're 2,000. Uh, the Bills,
1: the Bills are third. 30- <laughs> wait, wait. wait. Are yep. you talking fantasy points or fantasy the actual points? points no, no, fantasy the points. four <laughs> per
0: week. Fantasy points per game. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the Bills, they're thirty-three hundred and their points per game are four point nine. I mean, it's not a huge jump, but it's a huge jump in salary. Mm-hmm. So it's something that you really got to consider. And the other thing to think about,
1: if that Chief Jet game plays out the way I think it will. Mm. So the Chiefs get off to a, a big early lead, they pull Mahomes, now you got Chad Henney in there. And the possibility of him throwing an interception
0: it's or trying possible. to
1: run and getting hit and fumbling.
0: Or sacks. Yeah, that there's
1: there's your points right there.
0: Yeah. And defenses don't need to do a whole ton to get you four points. So So you're just gonna go with the cheapest option, really?
1: I have done the same thing you were talking about before. When it comes to defenses, I just go to the cheapest or something close to the cheapest and, and I would rather use my money somewhere else.
0: <laughs> yeah, so how much would you want to what's the most you would spend on a defense? 2000 under 3000?
1: Well, you know, you pick your lineup and you see where you see where that leaves you near the end. Mhm. Usually what happens is I come down to a defense and another position, and I've got to find money for you know five thousand dollars for two spots. So, I would rather go. I I usually use the cheapest, or maybe a hundred dollars higher up than that, and then spend the rest of the money on the other position.
0: Huh. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah, but really quick about defense yeah. is um I don't know if you read that article, but someone was in a million dollar. Uh, DraftKings tournament, and at the end, he it said that he won the million dollars, but there was a stat change, and they added a sack to a defense that wasn't originally scored as a sack, that completely changed the outcome of that tournament, and he won three thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I would much rather be the
0: guy that won
1: $3,000. <laughs> oh, no, wait, there's a scoring change. You won a million.
0: <laughs> yeah, it happens. And there's, there's nothing. You can't argue it. Just, yeah. Yep. <sighs> so on that note, I think we're almost about out of time. Any final thoughts, sir?
1: Final thoughts. Let's
0: see. Well, you know what?
1: My final thought is... I want my team, the Patriots, to lose every game for the rest of the season. (laughs) I'm not sure how they're going to lose to the Jets twice or once. But that's what I want to happen because I would rather stink for one year Mm -hmm. than be mediocre for five.
0: Yeah, because like I said before, there's a lot of people on the Patriot bandwagon that that have never lived through them losing. Well, and Cinch if, has. You live,
1: if you live long enough, you're going to see it all.
0: <laughs> That's true. That is true.
1: I, I like Trevor Lawrence. I mm-hmm. like
0: Justin Fields.
1: I haven't really watched college. I'm just going by the highlights that I've seen. I want to get a guy in New England that can make every throw, where if you're down by 14, you don't feel like, oh, well, the game's over. And I don't care yeah. so much if they can run.
0: Yeah. So do you Craig, think – Yeah.
1: You, you go ahead.
0: No, as I was gonna say, do you think so? Let's say the Patriots do finish 7-9. and nine. Do they make some giant, insane trade to get, like, one of the top three picks?
1: The, it, the problem is there's no way to do that. The, unless you're trading, they don't have anything. Their, their best trade chip is Stephon Gilmore, who I think could get a number one pick. He was Defensive Player of the Year last year. I think you could trade him and get somebody's number one mm-hmm. maybe it maybe a team that thinks they're good that really isn't good like the raiders or the chargers maybe you could get their number one and that'll be a a number eight pick something like that and then they could trade their pick and the number eight pick and move up and <laughs> get the number three pick well it, it's really hard to trade it is that is that's And they won't let me do it. They say you're just a fan. Go home. (laughs) And I tell them I know what to do, but they don't listen.
0: Yeah. So Uh, do
1: you have a final thought?
0: My final thought this week is, you know, I'm just going to say it again. Well, first, hi, Deb. Hi, Hi. Deb. Um, Deb, just so you know, I don't know um, when she's going to listen to this podcast, because her podcast listening changed since she really doesn't have a commute anymore um, but Deb I'm gonna let you say that you were right I should have let the soup cool off before I burn myself and yeah yeah but anyway
1: well wait if you yeah. let it cool off mm-hmm. then you wouldn't burn yourself
0: right that's that's the point that Deb is trying but- to make to me for the last 20 years
1: yeah but I mean, this is an experience, a valuable experience. <laughs> you you got to let the kids fall down. You can't just put them in a bubble. You got to let That's them, them That's
0: true. That's true. You got to let them stick their finger in the socket. Wait, no, you don't. You shouldn't let them do you, that. You go. You burn <laughs> your mouth. It's the only way you'll learn. Yeah, but I have burned my mouth, and I haven't learned. Well. That's another topic. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> I've gotten better, damn it. Um, yeah, I'm just going to say, you know what? Because um, everyone should just wear a mask. That's what I'm, that's it. Just put stupid mask on. That's all. And it is Halloween, so... And it's know, Halloween, so just put a mask on. You wear a seatbelt in your car, don't you? Just put a stupid mask on. Damn it.
1: Yes. All right. Come on. <laughs> I want uh, this over with already. Put a mask
0: on. Damn it. Please. It's not that difficult. There's all different ones, different designs. I have like, I just six. hope, mm-hmm. I just hope that this
1: podcast survives for years down the line yeah. so that someone could listen to it and say, what the hell are they talking about? Wear a mask. <laughs> That's what I hope. What
0: the hell is a mask. And who the hell is Deb? <laughs> and, and why would I put a mask on? <laughs> uh, and since thank you again for joining me this week. It's always a pleasure. I, I love doing it Anytime. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. And you know, uh, you can check us out at FignetsDFS.com uh, Fignutsdfs on Twitter. You can find the the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Player FM, Google Podcasts, and um, I think we're on Pandora now. I'm pretty sure we are. Uh, but yeah, you know what? Just if you like the podcast, leave us a review on iTunes. We appreciate it. Send us an email. We're uh, not on Twitter that much these days, but I still check it randomly. So, hey, I'm saying something there too. And on that note, I'm Craig. I'm Cinch. And this has been the Football Fig Nuts Podcast. Good night, everybody.